Is this the best time to go house hunting? What's happening in the housing market right now is just frustrating. A lot of mixed signals coming from the housing market. Decode this for us and what it means. The issue, if you're trying to buy, is that there just isn't even inventory out there. Come to find out your resource for all things real estate. Current market terms you'll hear and see during a transaction. What to do and not to do once you're in contract. Interviews with industry partners to help you choose who you want on your home team. Home team. Now, here's your host, Sarah Tress. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Come to Find Out. This week, we are with Ryan Quammen of NFM Lending, and we're going to be talking about just kind of the buyer's consultation process and the difference between what my process look like, looks like and what your process looks like and all of that. So um, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah, excellent. So um, whenever I get a new buyer, what I do is um, I have a process where I'm meeting with them. I'm trying to find out, like, you know, what are your goals? Uh, what are you looking for in a home? I kind of give them, like, a magic wand. Like, you know, if you could have anything in the world that you want, what would you want in a house? How many bedrooms, yeah. bathrooms, things like that? Yep. And then we start talking about, you know, what is in your budget? That obviously comes down to... A million to, dollar question. Yes. <laughs> you know, because I always explain to people, like, I mean, I can show you million dollar houses, but yep. you're going to be real sad if you find out that your budget is really more at the $250,000 level, and those houses are not going to look the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and we run into that all the time. It's, uh, especially in a market like this, we have to get really creative. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Matching the budgets with their dreams. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I love that. Um, Because what I'll do is I'll go through everything. I'll start a search and just kind of show them like, hey, this is what it's going to look like. You're going to get these emails. It's going to show you this property just hit the market. And then, you know, if you're interested in it, we're going to go look at it. But the biggest key thing that they need to do is to get pre-approved. And so I tend to just give them, you know, as a realtor, I cannot only send one um, you know, lender, because that is steering. <laughs> and none of us want to get in trouble. But I like to have a list of good people that I know are going to take care of them. You obviously are on that list or, or we wouldn't be sitting here today. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I know you like to take care of, of clients, um, but can you kind of walk me through the process? Like, so, you know, you meet a client and you know what they're, uh, you know, that they want to purchase a house, but they have no idea what they're doing, especially like first time home buyers. What is your process like? Yeah, you know, great question. I'm glad you asked because there's three big things that we look for in helping people, right? So the three big things are helping them before the purchase, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to dive into that in just a second. Helping them before the purchase, helping them during the purchase, and helping them after the purchase. And I would argue that helping them before the purchase is probably the most important part. As you know, once you get a house under contract, there's not a ton that goes into it. Obviously, there's appraisal inspections, getting to the closing table, but leading up to finding that house and getting that perfect dream house with the right mortgage is a really big deal. So leading up to that, we spend a lot of time teaching them about the loan and teaching them about how to get a house because at the end of the day, if we just sold mortgages, that's boring. Right. Yes. I'm not here to say, here's your rate, go go get a house, right? We take them in, we give them a full hour consultation before we even send them back to the realtor, before we even send it back to you, Sarah. We have their full pre-approval done, we have an hour of coaching, 
in consultations so that they know not only what they can do, but also what they should do. So we connect them with financial planners. We have them set up from just a finance um, dream, if you will, before they even buy a house, before they even come back to look at homes. So that's what we do, and that's kind of what separates us a little bit, but I hope that answers a little bit of your question. Yeah, absolutely it does. Now, when you do those consultations, are they in person, or are you doing them over the phone, or via Zoom, or you know, how do you handle that? Great question. I always say in person. I always say in person first, if for whatever reason they are very far, or in a different state, or just can't make it in, we will do a video from time to time. But the reason I say in person is, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Buying a house is a big deal. A 30-year mortgage is a big deal. And I want them to come to our office, see me face-to-face, -face, see the team, because I need them to understand that we're not just selling them a mortgage. We're not just throwing them out an interest rate. We're not just throwing them into a loan program and just saying, good luck. Mm -hmm. We're saying, come meet the team, come meet the family, come up the elevator, see the NFM Lending logo, and really get an experience of what it means to buy a house. So I always do them in person. If it's a video, it's a video, but in person is my number one. Yeah, I love that. I like to do mine in person as well. Um, you know, obviously, like during COVID, um, you know, it was either masked in person and with space, <laughs> or it was, you know, let's do it via Zoom. I always try and meet people kind of where they feel comfortable. Um, you know, if yeah. you're only comfortable with online, that's fine. You yeah. know, eventually yeah. we're gonna we're gonna meet in person yeah. and go look at houses right. and things like that. But um, the other thing that I like to tell people in my buyer's consult, I generally will, you know, make a joke about like, you know, you should never settle on a house or a spouse, um, <laughs> which tends to get, you know, a good laugh, but really those are the two things you should never settle on. Um, but you know, in that same, you know, in that same train of thought though, a lot of times you have to look at like, you may have this big, huge dream of like the perfect house. And a lot of times, especially with first time home buyers, it's getting them to see like, Hey, just because you want this dream house, you may not be able to get it now. But yep. you could purchase this house, build the equity, and eventually get up there. Um, so how do you handle that if someone's like, hey, I really want this like $500,000 house, but you know after looking and crunching the numbers that they can only yeah. do like $250,000. Like how yeah. do you kind of help coach them? Is that what your financial planning does? Yeah. Okay. That is what the financial planning does. Um, we actually, we obviously aren't certified financial planners, but we have connections who will bring into the picture if need be, if the client prefers. But the first thing that we talk about is, hey, and this sounds kind of funny, we laugh about this too, is like, do you have really rich parents? Or right. <laughs> a rich uncle who would co-sign for you? Most don't, yeah. obviously, but the ones that do, that's an easy answer, right? If they'll help them out, we can get them their dream, 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 500 or a million dollar house. Right. But for the ones who are like you and I, who are just, you know, no rich parents, no rich uncle, we just need to get a house because we don't want to rent. Mm-hmm. If it's 200000 or 250000 or even 100000 what I explain to them is the power and equity and the power of the real estate market. I have a friend who is in this office. He's a loan officer. He's a friend who bought his house for $220,000 two and a half years ago. And obviously, the Columbus market's very, very good. Yeah, I was going to say it's probably worth like double that now, right? Almost double. <laughs> he sold it and made over hundred grand. Wow. And that hundred grand went directly into his next house, which was quite a bit more expensive. Yeah. And he has 
just about a similar loan amount and a similar monthly payment, but a house that is way bigger. All because he purchased at the right time in a good market. Obviously, those two things we can't control, but generally over time, the real estate market appreciates year over year over year over year. So building equity is, and building equity in a certain amount of time is something that we do talk about so that when it comes time to buy that $500,000 house, they can. Yeah. Right. No, I think that's so smart. And I love that you, you know, kind of broach that with them because I think a lot of times people feel like, you know, defeated when they find out, oh man, I can't have that $500,000 house right now. Um, The other thing is when someone says, hey, I was approved for $500,000, I'm like, great. Did you also have that conversation of what your monthly payment's going to look like? And are you comfortable with that? Um, How do you handle that? Do you you talk about that on the front end and like let them know like, hey, you're pre-approved for this, but this is what your monthly payment's going to be. Are you cool with that? I'm going to take you back to when I said, we'll tell you what you can do and then we'll tell you what you should do because- Love it. What people can afford sometimes is very, very high and what they're actually set out in a monthly obligation because they may be savvy, they may have budgets, they may have things they like to do, things they're saving for, things they're investing for. If it doesn't meet that monthly payment requirement, we hammer that first and we actually have a software called Mortgage Coach where we have four options. We say, here's your monthly payment option, here's your purchase price dream, and here's where they don't quite align. And they come back to Sarah and they basically say, look, we love this size house, but we can't go a dime over $2,000 in a monthly payment or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So that by the time they get back to you, they know exactly what they want. I'm sure you've heard the the horror stories where you you find the client that dream house and they see that monthly payment and they want to back out. Uh So we want to avoid that at all costs. That's why we have our consultations up front. And that's why it's quite frankly the most important time to meet is upfront before they even look for houses. Yeah. No, I think that's such that's such good advice and it's so smart, you know, that you guys do that because a lot of times people don't understand that, you know, whenever you're getting pre-approved it's based on like that gross amount, yep. not and it does not factor in if you have student loans or if you have a car payment or if you have, you know, credit cards or what you you want to, you know, go on a trip or, you know, groceries. <laughs> oh man, I know. We factor in um yeah, it, it's, it's on the gross amount, so the taxes, we don't include that. We do include some of the bigger things, like a large car payment will be something, but if there's groceries or maybe subscriptions or maybe you have kids and they just cost more to feed every really month, it's like, <laughs> it's like we don't factor that in. So that is something that we do talk about, though, and making sure they're comfortable because at the end of the day, comfort and um, confused buyers are two very different things. We don't want to confuse them because confused buyers don't buy. Comfortable buyers do buy. That's why we educate at the beginning. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So um, can you speak to like any other things that maybe NFM does that's different than you know other lenders? I don't know if you've worked at other you know yeah. lending companies or not, so maybe you can speak on that behalf. Obviously not saying names because we're not throwing people under the bus here. No. But um, you know, maybe just things that you've learned along the way, you know, through your career or just even talking to colleagues. Like what do you guys do that kind of sets you apart? Yeah, absolutely. I, I have worked other places and I, I won't throw them under the bus. They're they're <laughs> a great company, but uh, this this company, what NFM Lenny does that separates us from the crowd is we really take a big stance that we're not um, selling the client a mortgage. And, and the reason I use that verbiage is 
uh, companies throughout our industry across the nation, mm -hmm. not just Columbus, it is a very common experience to call a loan officer, fill out an online link, and receive an email with, here's your rate, here's your pre-approval letter, come back to me when you find a house. Mm -hmm. That's just selling a loan. They're selling a conventional loan to that client, and the client could be like, okay, this is just how the process works. They don't buy houses all the time. They don't right. know. Yeah. So they think that's a normal normalcy. NFM Lending, we say that is not normal. That is a very poor experience. That is an average experience. And we want to take you into our doors. That's why I like to do it in person. Into our doors, educate you on the process, educate you on what you can and what you should do, educate you on how to win a house. Mm -hmm. I talked to someone the other day. She came into an open house I was hosting. She's been looking for three years. Holy crap. Wow. Three years, she says, since COVID happened, I've been looking for a house. That is wow. not only crushing for the soul, that is emotionally tolling. Uh-huh. I feel bad for that girl. And, and obviously, she had an agent. She had she didn't want our help, but we listened to her, and, and we said, well, let us know how we can help. Obviously, you know, that's something that we want to avoid. We want to coach on all those things, and we also want to coach on how to get a house quick. Yes. How to win a house on the first offer. You know, how to how to find that dream house. It is emotionally tolling when you find a house you love and you lose that offer. Yes. So we take 10 extra steps, go the extra mile, if not the extra second mile, to educate that client because it is a really, really big deal. We want to provide an experience for them that says, look, we're going to be your people and we're going to be your people through every purchase and here's why. We do help with mortgages, we get them the mortgage, but we don't sell mortgages, if that makes sense. So that's a big difference of NFM lending. Yeah, I love that because it does go back to customer service and for me, providing five-star customer service is mm -hmm. my ultimate goal. Yeah. I can't stand when I don't receive <laughs> five-star customer service. So I never yeah. want to like, yep. you know, push that on to anybody else. So I do love that you guys do that. Um, and so once they're in contract, is there anything else that you guys do that kind of sets you apart from, from others? You know, uh, cause sometimes I see, you know, lenders, like they get into contract and then you probably don't talk to them unless you need something yep. and, and that's it. So do you do, you know, like weekly calls or reaching out like, Hey, how are you doing? Stay in contact with the agent. Yeah. You know, what do you kind of do to, that sets you apart? Yeah. Great question. So Thanks. when they get in the contract, it's not the end of it. So a typical experience that someone might get is like you just said, they get under contract on a house. You might get an email with some things to do and then 30 days goes by and you may or may not be getting the closing. You don't know what happened with your appraisal. You're like, I think we're supposed to close soon. I don't know. So we obviously get ahead of that curve and every we do Tuesday update calls. So every Tuesday I was doing them before you came in today. Yay. So we call and say, here's an update on your deal. We'll do it weekly. So if the deal is a three-week deal or four-week deal, they'll get calls from us three or four times and they get emails from us. So along with the call, obviously we don't expect them to remember what we said, so we'll give them an email because I know I sure don't remember everything people say. So they get an email update as well and they get a call the night before closing and they, we say, hey look, here's what you're gonna bring to the bank, here's what time you're gonna close, here's the final CD with all the balance numbers. 
we try to over update them so that they're calling us to say, hey, stop calling. We know what's going on. <laughs> That's a good call to hear. Yeah. Because that means they're informed. And like I said, a comfortable buyer is comfortable with a five-star review. A confused buyer, it causes problems. So yeah. we try to get ahead of that and avoid that. Exactly. No, I love that. Um, and do you also kind of, um, in the process, go over what your closing costs are, what an appraisal is going to cost? Because I know a lot of times, you know, during the buyer's consultation, I'm trying to prep them like, hey, buying a house is, you know, a, a big process. And just knowing your down payment amount and your closing costs is, you know, is good. But you also need to know about all of these other costs, you know, the inspection, the appraisal, yeah. things like that. So are you kind of prepping them? And, you know, can you kind of speak to how much a typical appraisal is and how much a typical, um, you know, closing cost is? Like, is it based on the amount, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. So during our pre-purchase consultation at the beginning, we'll go over all the closing costs. And we say, look, this is a big deal. Some of these people are, they're they are pulling all of their 401k. They're putting everything they've saved into their first house purchase. So it's a big deal to know where those dollars go. So we do a total breakdown and we say, here's what's in your loan. Here's what you're bringing to closing. Here's some things that like we don't collect, such as the inspection. Yeah. We don't have anything to do with the actual home inspection. But I do bring that up because that total dollar bottom dollar of their bank account, that inspection is coming out of it even though it's not mortgage related. And same with the appraisal. We make the order of the appraisal, but that's not included in the mortgage, right? So I say, look, outside of this, you're going to have a few people go to the house. They're going to cost something. They don't go for free. Here's the cost so that they have a, a better idea of what that looks like. And then I also tell them, look, if you need movers, if you need to rent a truck, if you need help with this, you gotta buy boxes to move. I try to give them a full picture of what it's gonna cost so that they know, like I said, before they even get to shopping for houses, they should be fully aware of what all the costs are so that it doesn't give them cold feet. Because cold feet is what we wanna avoid. And yeah. the way we avoid that is by education. Yeah. No, I totally, uh, I totally agree. I think that's so smart because again, you know, people are like, they just get so caught up in the idea of getting a house yeah. that then they also don't think about, Hey, I've been living in this, you know, small apartment yep. and now I've also got to furnish it, you know? Yep. Um, but I always remind them like, do not buy the furniture before you close <laughs> <Wait until laughs> because closing. otherwise you're going to have a whole bunch of furniture and nowhere to put it. Yes. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, so is there anything else, you know, maybe that we haven't covered so far that you really would want to make sure people know about NFM or about you and, you know, like your team or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Thanks. Opening the floor. <laughs> so one big thing that I want to mention, and this is for the people who are either locally in Columbus or even nationwide, but NFM Lending, as a mortgage company, we actually just surpassed everyone in central Ohio in terms of ranking and oh. I'm going somewhere with this this isn't a brag this is a humble brag here no I love it keep humble bragging <laughs> we have we have 1,000 transactions closed year-to-date and over 300 million in volume and the nearest uh, banking association has uh, 700 closings at 200 million and down from there that's Huntington or I guess we're not going to mention names, but, um, 
Those are a few people who are, yeah. are below us. And, and I'm saying that not, not to brag. I'm saying that because we've identified this idea of going out of the way to help clients and the numbers speak for itself. So all the loan officers here are trained to help clients. We have 39 loan officers who average six, we're helping six people per month per loan officer to buy a house. And the average in Columbus of closings is 0.5 right now for all the other loan officers. Wow. The reason I bring that up is the idea that we go out of our way to help the client, service the client, be there from beginning, middle, and end of their deal, the numbers speak for itself. It attracts people to want to work with us because we're not just sending them emails selling them mortgages. Yeah. Now, I don't want to share too much of our secrets because we're obviously doing something <laughs> that works, but yeah. I do want everyone to know, you know, these, these aren't just theories that we're saying. These aren't just ideas that we're putting out into the world. They're hard, proven facts that are working and getting people in homes. So... That's my one thing. Yeah. That's what I'd have to say. I love it. I love it. Um, I did think of one other thing that yeah. I wanted to ask you. So um, being licensed in Florida, um, as well as Ohio, I like to you know see if there are other lenders that also can do other states. Are you guys able to do loans in other states, or is it only Ohio? Yeah, so 49 out of 50. Wow. Do you want to guess that one? Um, is it New York? It's New York. How'd you know? <laughs> The only reason I know is because I have a friend who lives in New York who yeah. wanted to purchase something in Florida, and I was trying to find someone to help her uh, in both states, and yeah. trying to find someone that does both is almost impossible, and I've learned, and you can share like kind of your reasoning why, yeah. but what I've been told is just that there are so many different laws and yes. regulations and things that you have to just basically specialize only in New York. Is that, that is absolutely is that correct, correct. Okay. yes. It's such a funny joke because 49 out of 50, you would think like Alaska right. or maybe Hawaii. No. I almost do. said that. I exactly. was like, is it Alaska or Hawaii? And then I was like, no, I bet it's New York. Exactly. We can do every single state. New York is that one where there's a ton of laws, a ton of regulations that we are not licensed in. So if it is 49 other states, Florida, wherever else, we can help and uh, get your deal done. I love it. Yeah. Because even though I'm only licensed in Florida and Ohio, I obviously have connections in other states. And so yeah. I can always, you know, refer them. But it's always nice to refer them also to lenders that I know are going to go that extra mile, provide that five-star customer service and, you know, take care of them. Yeah, so. absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking this time. I really appreciate it. I know you're super, super busy. So um, <laughs> it was kind of you to do that. So No, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to share. And if anyone wants to get in touch with me, um, Ryan Quammen, I have a weird last name, I'll spell it C-V-A-M-M-E-N, and I'm with NFM Lending here in Columbus, so thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll have all of his information in the show notes so that, um, you know, they can reach out to you. Um, I'll put like your social media handles, but also like, you know, the best way to reach out to you um, so that that way they can, they can reach you. So. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks, Sarah. All right. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time on Come to Find Out.